frustration. We breathe out harmony. We take in a breath that we don't like and we breathe out something that's in us, that goes out into the world and touch others. And as we're touching others, we're touching ourselves. Because I am you, you are me. We are each other. And as we take our places to do our morning meditation, we pick a place that's peaceful, calm, harmony. There's harmony, there's joy, there's happiness. There's love. The sound of water always gives us a feeling of cleanliness, of cleaning, of letting go. So as we sit in the midst of the ocean or your garden or the fountain, just allow that sound of the water, cool, clear, clean water, and the waterfalls. Picture a waterfall, listen. And as the water does what it's been ordained to do, 
and that's continue to flow. We allow those sounds to flow within our minds, cleaning out all negativity, all doubt, all worry, all fear. And as we sit and listen to spirit and the flow of the water, flow of the fountain, flow of the ocean, the waves, there's nothing else to think about. We just allow it to be. Flowing in, flowing out. Even the rain, allowing it to be. And we just marvel in the vastness, serenity, the divineness of water. Without water, there's no life. For us, for the flowers, the trees, birds, bees, we all have to have it to survive. So allow the water to penetrate your mind as you commune with spirit.
And as we come back into the room, our minds are still, we're filled with peace, joy, love, happiness. We're calm, we're patient, we're ready for the day and we know that all is well. I'm thankful and I let it be. Let us all say, and so it is. Good morning, everyone. I am Reverend Joan J. Cox, your facilitator for today. And I would like to welcome all of you to the Art of Living Church of Religious Science. And please join us with our starting song, Stand By Me, by Karen Gibson and the Kingdom Choir. All right. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we see, 
Karen Gibson and the Kingdom Choir. And now we will have our announcements by Yolanda Holiday. Good morning, our mission and purpose. The Art of Living Church provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe life itself is an arm form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living through the universal principle of love. The Art of Living Church family encourage you to invite your family and friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, feel free to let Coordinator Assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. Please make contributions with your tithes and offerings to AOL where you get your spiritual edification. Made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church are mailed to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. 
Affirmation for today, love out loud, loving to the max. Living out loud is loving out loud. After all, that's why we're here in the first place to teach love, to share love, to be love. So be it. Feel, feel these words as I read them. I am the love of God, living and loving to the max. I fearlessly love myself as I'm in loving service to the planet, and so it is. This is from Science of Mind Magazine practitioner Eugene Holden. And this is Yolanda Holiday with today's announcements. Enjoy your Sunday and holiday weekend. Blessings and namaste. Thank you so much, Yolanda, for that very profound reading of yours. You you read it so well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now I will ask thank all, you all. Yes, I will ask all of you listeners to mute your phones and press press. Uh, Star six. If you don't know, press star six because I hear noise right now. So please press your phone to star six. Thank you very much. And now, uh, practitioner Kenneth Morris will come for opening prayer, opening reading. Kenneth, practitioner Kenneth Morris. Good morning, Art of Living. And today I'm reading from. 365 Days of Richer Living, Daily Inspirations, Ernest Holmes and Raymond Charles Barker. And I'm reading from September the 2nd, because I think it's appropriate for today's message. And it's entitled, I Live Fully Today. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's from Luke 17, 21. The wisest man who ever lived said there is a truth which can set you free from fear, want, unhappiness, and finally death itself. He said that this truth is already within you. Suppose you accept this spiritual wisdom, since the one who gave it was able to prove his claims. Don't you think that this great and glorious person was telling you that the kingdom of your God, your good is here today. Now this means that evil, no matter what face, face it wears, or what form it takes, or how many people believe it, believe it, is never a thing in itself. Jesus did not say that evil has no reality as an experience. He did say that you should not judge according to appearances. He said that you are to live as though the kingdom were already yours. No matter what the negations of yesterday may have been, your affirmations of today may rise triumphant over them. Cease weeping over the mistakes of yesterday and steadfastly beholding the face of the great and divine reality. Walk in that light wherein there is no darkness. I know that every negative condition of the past is swept aside. I refuse to see it or think about it. Yesterday is no longer here. Tomorrow has not yet arrived. Today is God's day. God's day is my day. Today, bright with hope and filled with promise, is mine. I am alive, awake, and aware today. That concludes our reading. And now I ask you to get yourself prepared for this morning's opening treatment. And let's do that by... Relaxing yourself, 
forgetting the cares of today, as the reading said, looking forward to uh, good and wonderful things happening this Labor Day weekend. And relax your mind, and let's take uh, three good cleansing breaths. Starting by inhaling, hold it, and exhale. Inhale again, hold it, and exhale. And one last cleansing breath. Inhale, hold it, and exhale. You should feel a lot more relaxed right now as we go to the one spirit. Almighty God, creator of all there is. God who's omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. The God of life, the God of love, as we stand before the altar of love and offer all in service as the art of living church, and as we surrender our lower consciousness to the perfection of our true self, we now stand before the light of God and all of our earthly vehicles are brought into perfect alignment. We see ourselves now as one with all creation. Bless all who are assembled here today, all on the prayer list, and bless the entire congregation of AOL wherever they may reside at this time. Touch all who are experiencing health challenges. Touch their bodies now with the healing from pain or being uncomfortable and provide a financial blessing to those who need it. Clear up all family issues and heal all broken relationships while increasing our faith. Guide our speaker today, Reverend Dorothy Watts, as she brings today's message. Guide her words to present today's lesson effectively that she has so lovingly prepared because we know her teaching will be interesting and enlightening. I now affirm that we will all come away with renewed knowledge and insight. I affirm that God's divine love, the most powerful force of love in the universe, flows through everyone under the sound of my voice and blesses them always. We now allow the light of God to constantly maintain a state of peace and calm in our outer minds, dissolve our thoughts, all of our thoughts and feelings that conflict with humanity's divine plan for our lives. I now release this prayer to the universe for demonstration, knowing it will not return void, but will return completely manifested in full. And let this be so. And together let us all say, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, Amen. Thank you so much, practitioner Kenneth. Yeah, prayer was so inspiring and uplifting. And thank you for those cleansing breaths that really, really set the tone for us today. Our theme for the month is expectancy. Our scripture for today, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock 
and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7, 7. Today's topic is, the choice is yours. And our speaker for today is our senior pastor, Reverend Dorothy Watts. But before she comes on board, we will have a music selection saying, God is my everything by Chicago Mass Choir. A little bass, please.
Yes, God is my everything by Chicago Mass Choir. And now we will call on our senior pastor, Reverend Dorothy Watts, who we know and love. And she is the centerpiece of AOL. And without further ado, Reverend Dorothy Watts, let's give her a round of applause. Thank you. Something woke me up this morning. Something woke me up this morning. I know it was, it had to be the hand of the Lord. While I was sleeping, there was something yet keeping me. And I know it was the hand of the Lord. I know God is my everything. I am so thankful for the perfect power within. And I say yes, yes, this morning to that perfect power within. Good morning, AOL. Yes, I am Reverend Dorothy Watts. It is a pleasure to be with you today. But before I get started, I wanna pause for a moment of silence. I want to just bless and honor those that have moved on over the weekend that have made their transition and this past week as well. Um, my neighbor knocked on my door, a neighbor of over 40 years, and she told me that her son had made his transition. So I wanna to bless today the ongoingness of Mr. Keith Davis. I bless him, a young man. God bless him, I know that as he transitions in and moves on, that he is sorry. God is blessing him. And I bless his mother, Jackie Davis, as she stands right here today, knowing that God is blessing her and her family, knowing that the spirit of the Lord is moving through them, anointing and blessing them, and that everything that needs to be done is being done by the Most High. And God is lifting them all up right now and anointing them. I also want to keep that light of God all around the Smith family as we bless Reverend Dr. Robbie Smith as she transitions into the kingdom. And we just bless the ongoingness of her soul. We bless her family, Bonnie and all, as they release her into the kingdom. God bless them all. We know the light of God is always there and always anointing and blessing those that are transitioning. We keep in mind that we're only here temporarily. We're just passing through. We're guests here. We are guests. But we know, we know that the, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High is always there for us. God is blessing us and guiding us. And that when we are moving on from this plane of expression, spirit is already there and waiting for us and guiding us. So right here and right now, we just bless the ongoingness of the souls that are moving on. We also want to bless uh, and keep in mind, keep that light of God that never fails around those that have received a healing blessing. We give thanks to God for that, as well as those that are on the prayer list. God bless them all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, almighty spirit. We thank you. And we just release to the law of mind, knowing that all is well. God bless, God bless. And so this morning, as we begin, once again, I want to thank you. Our theme for this month is expectancy. And the topic is the choice is yours. Keep in mind you are a magnet. So think about it. What are you attracting in that mental mirror of thoughts of yours? What a joy it is to be here with you today. I want to thank Reverend Joan Jaycox for being such a wonderful facilitator and being our guide through this program so far. And she does it in a wonderful way. I also want to thank practitioner Kenneth Morris for his beautiful uplifting and opening prayer. Just keeping that light of God all around us. Thank you both. And while I'm handing out thanks, I want to also thank Tariq for his wonderful technical support. 
for giving us our wonderful early meditation and the beautiful music. Let us also put love and light around Miss Yolanda Holiday for her excellent job in doing with the announcements. We give thanks to her and we also thank Franklin for her assistance with the prayer line and her service and support. And I want to thank you all for being here today, for making AOL your choice for today. I want to thank all, our, all of our practitioners and ministers that support our church as well for their leadership. God bless you all this morning. Thank you all. So right here and right now, I want to say, how are you feeling today? Great, great, great. Excellent. You sound beautiful. You sound beautiful. Now let's get some energy going. I want you to repeat after me. If you give God your attention, if you give God your attention, your attention, he'll exceed your expectations. He'll exceed your expectations. One more time. If you give God your attention, if you give God your attention, your attention. He'll exceed your expectations. He'll exceed your expectations. Do you believe it? Yes. 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 Okay. Thank you. What day is this? This is the day that the Lord has this made. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Okay, let's say it together. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be be glad in it. And where do we find that, everybody? Psalms 118.24. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. So now I want you to say to yourself, now that you feel this day with love and light, you know who you are and whose you are, say to yourself right now, there is one love, one life, one yes, truth. One love. One truth. Yeah, I want you to say it to yourself. So we're going to do this silently. We want to say there is one love. There's one love. One life. One truth. One divine expression. And that is God. The God presence within. Part of that. Harness that feeling. That I and thee and thee and me are one. Our scripture for today is, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7 and 7. I say namaste to all of you this morning. The God salutes the God in you. Our scripture on expectancy is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Do you believe that? Yes. yes. Remember, our topic for today is the choice is yours. My references for this morning are the 365 Signs of Mind by Dr. Ernest Holmes. I will use the Bible, New Thought, and King James Version, the Science of Mind magazine, and the book Asked, and it is given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, and some ideas and suggestions from Dr. Um, let me see here. Let's see, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and a few more articles that I will share. So in your 365 Science of Mind from Ernest Holmes, um, it says, do you know what this month symbolizes? And this month is the month of expectancy. 
So how do we define expectancy, Reverend Dorothy? Expectancy is simply an act or a state of waiting or expecting. It is looked or waited for with interest and anticipation. So people that are standing at the bus stop are anticipating the bus coming, are they not? Mm -hmm. Right. If you woke up this morning, you anticipated getting out here because you're here right now, right? Yes. So your expectations have been met so far with that. So expectancy is waiting, awaiting, and 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 just the um, it is waiting with anticipation. So it's with interest. So what does Ernest Holmes say about this? Ernest says expectancy speeds progress. Therefore, live in a it live in a continual state of expectancy. Don't surround doom and gloom waiting. Live in a state of expectancy. No matter how much good you're experiencing today, expect what? Greater good tomorrow. Expect to meet new friends. Expect to meet new and wonderful experiences. Try this magic of expectancy and you will soon discover a dramatic side of your work, which gives you full vent to constructive feeling. That means you will wake up with a feel gratitude and that's what you, that's what you desire and that's what you want. Ernest Holmes also says our expect our expectation look for a more complete manifestation of our inner divinity. Evolution will bring this about as it does all things. We are unfolding principles of truth. Truth, perfect law and action. We wait for a more complete unfolding of our inner life. The eternal law of good exists within us. It can't be anywhere else. God is within you. Is that not correct? Yes. Is the perfect power not within each and every one of us? Yes. Right. So God exists within us. It is the spirit of God, which is life. It's present everywhere. Like the air we breathe, it presses against us. On the mountaintop, in the valley, in the desert, in the ocean. There's no place where life is not. We also say there's not a spot where God is not. Therefore, in whatsoever direction we move in, God is. In God, we live, move, and have our being. So we know today that you continuously commune with the spirit of God in all there is. Because God is all there is. You're communing with the spirit of God in all there is, in everything. Therefore, this day is set for you. This is your day. What are your intentions? What are your expectations? The Bible scripture on expectancy in Philippians 4 through 9 says, finally, brother and sister, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. What does it say further in Proverbs for expectancy on verse 23 and 7? As a man thinketh, so he is, and I say as a woman thinketh, so she is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Pardon me. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. Okay. Now, repeat after me. Just close your eyes. Close, close your eyes and say this to yourself. I am one with all there is. There's not a spot where God is not. I am one with all there is. So we know that the truth stated in its simplest manner affirms that God is all there is. 
God never changes. God is in me. God is that which I am. God is in the universe. God is the universe. The universal presence is in all of us, gives us the freedom of choice, allows you to be the writer, the producer, and the director of your life. The things you're experiencing in life today are merely the thoughts that you created and entertained in your mind yesterday. Say to yourself right now, I see myself living the life I desire. That's expectancy. You're putting that thought out there and you're projecting it. So I have a joke for you. And the joke is this. It's called the cleaning lady. There was a little old cleaning lady that went to a local church. When the invitation was given at the end of the service to come, she went and wanted to become a member. The pastor listened and told her how the pastor listened as she told him how she had accepted Jesus and wanted to be baptized that day and become a member of the church. The pastor thought to himself, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. She's so unkempt, even smells a little and her fingernails are not clean. She picks up garbage and cleans toilets. What would the members think, think of her? So he told her that she needed to go home and pray about it and then decide. The following week, here she came again. She told the pastor that she had prayed about it and still wanted to be baptized. Pastor said to himself, oh no. She said, I've passed this church for so long. It's so beautiful and I truly want to become a member. Again, the pastor told her to go home and pray some more. A few weeks later, while out eating at a real nice restaurant, the pastor saw the little old cleaning lady. She was all dressed up and looked really nice. So he did not want her to think that he was ignoring her. So he approached her and he said, I haven't seen you for a while. Is everything all right? Oh, yes, she said. I had a little talk with Jesus and he told me not to worry about becoming a member of your church. He did, said the pastor. Oh, yes, she replied. He even said that he hadn't been able to get into your church yet, and he's been trying for years. <laughs> Isn't that something? <clears throat> oh, well. Anyway, I want you to remember the law of expectation says that whatever you expect with confidence becomes your own self-fulfilling prophecy. Your expectations exert a powerful influence that causes people to behave in situations to work out as you anticipated. Successful men and women have an attitude of confident, positive expectancy. Ernest Holmes says, are you open-minded or are you closed-minded? Mm. Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. Are you open-minded or closed-minded? Are you optimistic or pessimistic? That's what he's saying. Do you live and let live or do you trust in the process of your teaching? I ask you, where do you stand in your house of thoughts? Where do you stand in your expectations? Let me share this with you. The scripture, Matthew 7 and 7, that I talked about earlier, ask and it shall be given, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you, that's what it says. But Matthew 7 and 8 says, For everyone that asketh, receive it. And he that seeketh, find it. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. The metaphysical interpretation of the scripture, which is where we stand on verses 7 through 8, says, Let us know that God is available to all of us at all times. And I want you to keep that in mind. 
as seeking, knocking, or intended to be continuous acts. It's not supposed to stop at one time. Some people may say, I asked and prayed for something once and I didn't receive it. So I stopped and I didn't ask again. That's not how the process works. It is a continuous process. There's a scripture that says, pray without ceasing, right? It says, ask and keep on asking, knock and keep on knocking, seek and keep on seeking. In these scriptures, they are the scriptures of Matthew referring to Jesus on the Mount, Jesus' dedication to the Sermon on the Mount. When Jesus went up to the Sermon on the Mount, no one can tell us how long he was up there. They can't. He was there. And he prayed until he got what he needed. And they're telling us, don't give up. Pray. Must We must practice affirmative prayer with an expectancy of the good that we desire. Remember, the choice is yours. There's no time limit on you receiving what you want. I've heard people say, I prayed for this for, for years and I received it, but it was later. There's no time limit on it. In the book, Ask and It Shall Be Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, they are sharing ideas on the law of expectancy. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Best-selling author Wayne Dyer from the power of intentions, and I know we've all heard about him, says that just by holding this book in your hand, it contains some of the most powerful teachings on the planet. He also says that if you're not ready and to apply the great wisdom of the book, he urges you to just carry it around for a few weeks and allow that energy from the book to permeate through any resistance that your body and mind might offer and let it resonate with the inner place that is formless and boundaryless. He is talking about our soul. It is our vibrational connection to the source. <coughs> this is a universe vibration. Albert Einstein once observed, nothing happens until something moves, that everything vibrates to a particular measurable frequency. Break the solid world down to appear to be a solid dance, dance of particles and empty space. The highest and fastest energy is called soul energy, God, infinite divine intelligence. You and everyone and everything originated in the vibration, in, the, in this vibration, and then moved into the world of things, into bodies, into minds and egos. It is in the leaving of the source of energy in our mind body that we took on our entire world of problems, illnesses, scarcity, and fears. That's really something, isn't it? This book reminds us that you can summon the highest vibrational energy to yourself and improve every aspect of where, of where you want to be. You can bring the power to manifest your desires to attract abundance or scarcity, whichever you choose. The choice is yours. There are a few things I want to share with you that I found important that connected from the book. They talked about joy. The power of feeling good is essential. It's a vibration. It's important to always stay in a high frequency, a high energy, a high energy level. Don't allow doom and gloom to set in. Meditate and clear your mind and lift your energy field and your naturally joyful attitude and zest for life will return. 
Remind yourself that by saying, I will live the joyful life, I will live the joyful life, lifts your energy just in itself. Number three, know that anything you give your attention to becomes your reality. It's the law of attraction. Expectancy, attraction, it's right there. The law of attraction, however, says, learn to release resistance, guide your thoughts, clear your desires to be specific in what you want, activate the vibration for what you want, why you want it, and what do you want to do with it. Focus your thoughts on what you want. Release the attachment to manifest your desires. This book lets you know that you have to release your attachment to manifest your desires because you're trusting in a power greater than yourself. It gives profound detail on instructions and understanding on how to achieve the great creative process that you want to work in your life. There are some great examples of people who have started out from a hum humble experience and moved forward. For example, Oprah Winfrey, she didn't start out with a bag of money. Oprah was very poor. Her mother worked in housekeeping. And boy, they say she was an incorrigible child. I remember listening to her and Aretha Franklin speaking on Oprah's show. And Oprah walked, said how she ran up to Oprah and said, Miss Franklin, Miss Franklin, would you give me some money? My mother's being put out of her house. We need it. We need it for the rent. And Aretha said, without thinking that this was a young girl, she had someone with her to give her a few thousand. Oprah went and checked into a hotel. Her mother had the police and everybody looking for her. They could not find Oprah Winfrey until one of the bellhops told her mother she's over at the so-and-so hotel on such and such a street. And that's where they found her. Sidney Poitier began in humble beginnings. Sidney Poitier could not even speak English when he came to this country. But he went and the power worked through him and look what God moved through him to do. Not only did he learn the language, he mastered the art of acting. Look at Denzel Washington, who was about to throw himself away. He didn't want to go back and try out anymore for any auditions. But look what happened when the power worked through his wife and told him to get down there on St. Elsewhere and, and take that audition. And he did. And his career took off. Power working through others. But what about George Foreman? I thought about him. I recently saw some things about him and I learned a lot. George Foreman was born in 1949 to J.D. and Nancy Foreman. And as a child, he came up in Marshall, Texas. They didn't have any money. His father and mother separated at an early age. He was an impoverished youth. And they, he was known as a bully in his youth because he didn't do well in school. A mugger and a slugger is what they called him. And he was a bowler on the fifth ward at the age of 15. But luckily, Lyndon Baines Johnson came out with the Job Corps program and he went to Job Corps. And when he signed up and went to Job Corps, he got almost kicked out of that too. But a gentleman by the name of Doc saw the potential in him to become a boxer. And he had been a boxer himself, he trained him. George went ahead, he trained him, and he was inspired to want to go to the Olympics. Well, nobody had ever done that in such a short time, but he went, and George went, and he won and did quite, quite, quite well. As a matter of fact, he won the Olympics that year, and he was so proud of himself, so proud to have done something that, that he stood out for. He 
on, he began to win more and more boxing, boxing um, events that he went through. And finally, he got up to a good record as he moved on. In 1969, George, being managed by Doc, was able to qualify for the um, world, world title in which he fought Joe Frazier. Nobody thought he had a chance, but something within George told him he could do it. Some power within him said he could do it. So he made the choice to go and he went. And the fight was a shock to everybody. Foreman was not the favorite, Frazier was. And they said he knocked Frazier down six times. And it was a second round knockout. People were stunned. Foreman went on, he had a great career as a boxer. But as everything goes, it runs its, its limit. After that championship, and many, many other titles. He fought Muhammad Ali, and we all know what happens to the rumble in the jungle. Muhammad Ali was the victor, and everybody was surprised about that as well. But Muhammad Ali had something he said called the rope dope and the rope dope moved on. But George Foreman went on from that, and something happened in his life as a result of one of those fights, and he decided to become a preacher. And he became an ordained minister. God was still working and moving in his life. However, he decided to open up a teen center. He had been so inspired by helping with, with the help he received from the Job Corps. And he ran that teen center and it ran out of money. And so George decided the only thing he knew to do was go back to boxing. But George had gotten out of shape. George was 300 pounds. And when he mentioned going back to fighting, people laughed at him. Can you imagine? They were laughing at him. George wasn't laughing. Something in him told him he could do it, and he was able to do it. He went back and he talked to his trainer. He talked to Doc. Doc told him, you get down, get that weight off of you. We can go to work, and they did. And so George went back, and he trained, and he got into shape, and he went before his match, and he fought Evander Holyfield, and he did a great job. It was a, um, a fight to the finish, but Evander Holyfield won on points, and George didn't accomplish what he wanted. He just didn't the championship back. He didn't give up. Remember, we said you don't give up, you keep going. So he's practicing these principles. Whether he knows it or not, that's exactly what he's doing. So George goes on. And after more than a year out of the ring in November 1994, he met the new champ, Michael Moore. He fought Michael Moore in a 10-round bout, and he knocked Michael Moore out. George becomes the next champion by a KO. So he received what he wanted. He didn't give up. But that wasn't his greatest thrill. He went on to find out that he was a great salesman. Since the 1990s, George had, Foreman had discovered his talent in salesmanship. In the decade, he sold millions by appearing in uh, sales for uh, different people, such as, uh, I guess it was the infomercials that he was in. He also began by selling the lean green grilling machine, and he had a barbecue machine. He also worked for Meineke. He did all kind of over a thousand franchises and he did books and everything. So he did all that stuff. But Foreman said the most, the thing that he was most proud of was his ministry, which he's dedicated to and he spends time with it there. And he also said that he fulfilled his promise to his mother. She wanted him to do something that would benefit humanity so that he would not hurt people, but do something to help people. And that was the constructive thing he did. So the grill machine was wonderful, but he also learned he could make more money doing that and not get knocked down. 
George, when he sold his interest in the grill machine, made $137 million. That was more money than he made instantly in anything he did. And he was very grateful for it. I want to just remind you of a few things right now. I want to remind you to be careful with your thoughts. Your thoughts are invitations. Your thoughts are invitations and they extract, they invite experiences into your life. Whether you desire it or not, they invite invitations into your life. Remember that God is the source of your supply and that you can never be separated from your source. Remember the emotions. Sometimes you'll hear people say, you know, I really, I really got so mad as I remember hearing this song years ago by DMX. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. I suggest you hold on to it because your mind is something you want to keep. And just remember that every time you go off on somebody, you're changing your vibration, your vibrational frequency and the things that you desire to draw into your life, you're pushing them further away. They can only enter into a feel good space. You can only get the things that you want by keeping that mental attitude. So remember, remember your emotions are the key to achieving any state of being, any state of health, any state of wealth. Watch your emotions. If you're easy to emote, if you're flipping off and getting upset, get control of yourself. Think about it. You can't keep your vibration on a steady level and attract what you want if you're letting your emotions control you. I just wanted to share those things with you. And know always, know always, the better that you feel, the more you're allowing your connection. The worse you feel, the less you're allowing that connection to move through you. God bless you all. God bless you all. And so, and so is the lesson, and so it is. Thank you, Dr. Martin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, wow, that was wonderful. We enjoyed you so much, of course. And, uh, and at the conclusion, we will talk about your lesson. One of the things, well, a couple of things I wanted to bring out right now is I love the part of emotions. I mean, that was the last thing you said, but it plays such an important part in our lives. And when you mentioned that, it was like, I know people who just see one thing or two things and their emotions just explode into a negative. And you have to watch that. And that, that's what you spoke about. You also spoke about how we are control and control. You reminded us of things that we already know, but we have to keep reminding ourselves so we can go back to what we already know. Because some of us have strayed away from so many things. And when we hear it again, we say, oh, that's right. Let me look at myself and I'll get better at it. So thank you, Reverend Watts, for your wonderful, wonderful lesson today. And uh, now we will have a music selection by Billy Preston. You can't beat God, give me. Tariq.
God giving by Billy Preston. And now, Reverend Dorothy, will you bless the offering, please? Yes, I will. I'd also like to express my gratitude to all of those who support the AOL ministry. I love and light around your offering, and I bless it. And I put love and light around the abundance that you're receiving in your life and ask that it be increased tenfold or greater. God bless you. And I also want to give thanks to our centurion, Miss Jones, who never fails to send a letter in. Just asking all of you, asking all of you to continue to stay in the light, to know that all is well with her and that she is just blessed. So we continue to keep our love and light around Ms. Jones. She always sends in her offertory and we are so grateful for her support to the church. God bless her. And so here and right now, I want to say from Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. But with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. If in the divine presence, we give thanks for the abundance that is ours to share. We give thanks for the substance that we are blessed to give. Thank you, God, for those who are giving generously of themselves to support AOL ministry. God bless them, their families, and go before them, anointing and guiding them, making the crooked places straight. God, we ask that your blessing shine upon all of them tenfold or greater. Thank you, God, 
for lifting us up and blessing us with our ministry. Amen, and so it is. Thank you, Reverend Dorothy, and I'd like to thank everyone for the, their donations to AOL. They are greatly, greatly appreciated. And now I would like to call Dr. Tyson Morris for the AOL virtual prayer. The AOL virtual prayer. The art of living is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life is to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states, and we welcome you. I pray believing and knowing that every listener receives some transformative revelations through today's inspired message by our speaker, Reverend Dorothy Watts. And her subject was, the choice is yours. And realize that the choice is yours. And we trust that you receive something transformative through her lesson today. I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church, the AOL members, and the guest listeners in every area of your life. Your understanding, your relationships, your health, your finances, those you love, family members, and all of your endeavors, knowing that you're safe along your journey along the way. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life, members present or not present until we meet again. And with great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so, and together we all say, and so it is done, amen. And so it is, amen. Thank you, thank you so much. Dr. Tyson, for the AOL virtual prayer. And I would like to call um, Amanda Shipment, head of the Sunshine Committee for bereavements and September birthdays. Amanda? Good morning, AOL family. September morning. Birthdays, September birthdays include on September 13th, Reverend Dolores Story. September 15th, Senorita, Reverend Senorita Clay. September 16th, Kevin Brandon. September 21st, Mary Andrews. 22nd, Marie Washington. September 27th, Reverend Dorothy Watts. And September 30th, Barbara Jones. Hey, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. We have a lot of Septembers. I, I, think, I don't think we had any August. Huh? That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. And happy birthday to everyone. Oh, I um No, I, I was thinking about somebody else's birthday. I thought her name was uh, I think Crystal's birthday is um September, but if you don't have a card, I'll tell her to send you one. Okay, Amanda? Okay, if you send me the information, I'll get it right out to her. I know you will. Okay, and thank you so very much. And now I would like to I would like to call Reverend uh, Cindy for Cindy's Corner. 
Reverend Cindy? Good. Yes, good morning and thank you. So this good morning. morning. Give a little um, synopsis of a person, but first, We've got the queen bee in town. So I want to um, talk about the king bee. Is there such a thing as a king bee? But if if there is, it's this young man. Uh, Sean Corey Carter, better known as Jay-Z, was born December 4th, 1969. He was born in Brooklyn, New York, in the Marcy Project, where he was raised mainly by his mother. His firsthand experience with uh, drug, illicit drug dealing would inform his, his lyrics when he began rapping under the stage name of Jazzy, soon shortened to Jay-Z. Jay-Z and his two friends, two of his friends, founded their own company, Rockefeller Records, to release his debut album, album, Reasonable Doubt, in 1996. A string of successful albums followed at a rate of at least one per year through 2003. He was critically acclaimed in Blueprint featuring the triumphant hit solidified and this solidified his status as one of the prominent voices in hip hop at the dawn of the 21st century. Shortly after its release, Jay-Z pleaded guilty to an assault and received probation. The black album, uh, however, Jay-Z announced his retirement as a performer in 2003. He had a farewell recording party and proved to be one of his most popular with brass singles on uh, 99 Problems produced by a producer attracting considerable attention. After his retirement, he remained in the music business and became a part of it, the music business, uh, and he helped foster a lot of young rappers. In 2008, JC married Beyonce Knowles, and they developed a, lar- a larger portfolio than he already has of business ventures and investments, including a film production company, a clothing line, and a stake in the New Jersey Nets of the National Basketball Association. Jay-Z proved that he remained one of rap's most bankable acts when he embarked on a highly successful tour with Mary J. Blige in 2008. Jay-Z has become a billionaire, worth, so they say in the piece, $2.5 billion. In the meantime, Jay-Z has had his own things that he's had to deal with. In 2021, he had a massive heart attack. Hadn't heard about that. But he survived. Uh, He he went to the gym one day, came out, wasn't feeling good. And the next thing he knew, he was on the curb. But he was at the the, uh, medical place that he was headed to. He was driving himself. 
And a nurse looked out the window, saw this man lying on the curb, and it was him. They rushed out, and his life was saved. So uh, he's he's a God-fearing man, and he has the Midas touch. Everything he, he touches turns to gold. So I just wanted to kind of give a, a synopsis of Jay, Jay-Z. He and his wife, uh, Beyonce Knowles Carter, uh, have three children, Blue Ivy and twins, Sir and Rumi, and they live in Bel Air. And they said the second largest mansion ever built in California. And that's it. So it is. Wow, and so it is. I didn't know. I didn't know that about Jay Z. Uh, thank yep. you for updating us. We hear his name all the time, and wow, we don't know certain things. So, Cindy's corner is so wonderful. You give us so much information. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you, you so welcome. much. And and now uh, we will, Reverend Dorothy. Would you uh, close us out, please? On the last song. Oh, that's right. We have another song, right? I think. Nobody's greater. Tariq. I climbed up to the highest mountain, looked all around, couldn't find nobody. Went down into the deepest valley Looked all around down there Couldn't find nobody I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal. Like you can, oh most holy one, you are the great I am, awesome in all your ways, and mighty is your hand, you are he who carried out redemption's plan, you are he who carried out redemption's plan. Nobody greater, body greater, Jesus. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater, Jesus. 
Nobody Greater by Bashan Mitchell. And now, uh, Reverend Dorothy, would you lead us in the prayer of protection? Yes, I will. And thank you so much. Um, I love, love the song, Nobody Greater. It's so beautiful. The prayer of protection, pardon me, the prayer for protection. There is a beautiful booklet by Unity that they just put out. And it's a pamphlet and it's written about how this all came about. I believe someone is talking right now. So could you just give me a chance and we're gonna shut it down in a minute. Okay, we're closing out, thank you. And if you would call them, I'm sure they would send this to you. It's a booklet that was written about the prayer for protection when World War II was raging in Europe Unity got many letters and phone calls about the conflict and people wanted prayers that would sustain them and help them. And so James Filbert uh, came up with this wonderful prayer. And also James Dillard Freeman came up with the prayer, but also they've written a booklet behind it. And I, I'm reading the booklet now and it's really good. It has a lot of interesting articles. If you'll give them a call, I'm sure they would send it to you. And I just wanted to share that with you. There's a whole story about it, about every one of these states that you're reading. So the prayer for protection, God bless you. It reads, the light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds us. The light, the light of, of God surrounds us. Surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. Wherever we are, God is. And so it is. And so it is. Everybody, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and your family. You too. You too. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for to Thank all participants in today's service. And next Sunday speaker is Dr. Isa Morris. And on the third Sunday, it will be me and Joan Jacobs. So tune in next Sunday so we can have a, another wonderful, great time. So remember, if there's anyone who would like to receive a practitioner's session or has a family or friend who needs prayer, 
provide that information to Bess Franklin, our coordinator assistant. She is available at this time. Bess? Hello, yes, yes, can you hear me? Yes. Morning, yes. All right, thank you, thank you, yes. Uh, this is Bess Franklin, so uh, just please uh, feel free uh, to contact me and with the person's um, information, you know, phone number and all of that, uh, so that we can get a um, practitioner or, or one of the ministers uh, to make an appointment. Uh, we, the AO fam a a AOL family, are here for you. My number is 310-293-4457. Again, 310-293-4457. Thank you. Thank you, Bess. Thank well, you, Bess. You're welcome. This, this concludes an end today's service. And those who want to remain after for remarks at this time, it is your opportunity to do so. So stay on the line and you can start right now. I'll be, I'll start it by saying, uh, Reverend Watts, I enjoyed your lesson very much. And you had so many nuggets that you told us about. You had so many reminders that you put forth to all of us to remember and to and, and to look at ourselves so thank you today for your wonderful lesson anyone else want to join in thank you reverend dorothy this is ken uh i want to i want to speak now because i'm going to have to sign off quick <laughs> okay but you set us up by saying one love one life and one true expression of life uh which pretty much talked about your whole message and uh we live in a state of expectancy. God exists in all of us, and there's not a spot where God is not. And uh, you gave us great examples of some people who found success in their lives from, from Aretha through George Foreman. And you expanded on the life of George Foreman, which was good. Uh, and uh, one really important thing you said was be careful with your thoughts because God is your source of supply. You told us to keep praying, too but keep the right mental attitude and your emotions uh, and guard your emotions. Those were great nuggets of wisdom that I'm gonna to take to heart because these are things that we need to be reminded of. And that's, why, that's the beauty of uh, being a part of AOL because every week we get things that we need to be reminded of that'll keep us in this, uh, this daily uh, life that we live. So thank you very much. Really good message, and I appreciate what you gave us today. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm going to sign off now because I got to go. <laughs> God bless you. Give your love to my mother, to your mother. I'm sorry. Bless right. her. Make you have a great day and bless the caregiver as well. All right, no problem. Thank you all very much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, all right. And this is. Um, Dr. Tizer, and since he's got to go, that means I got to go soon, too. <laughs> so I just wanted to thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for your message to allow us to um, guard our emotions and to be in a state of expectancy and know that when we hold on to God's unchanging hand, that anything is possible and that he will forever have us covered through the loops and turns of life as long as we hold on to God, as long as we hold on to God and we guard our emotions and our thoughts. So thank you for your wonderful, inspiring message today, and to God be the glory. Thank you.
Thank you, Tysa, for being here, Dr. Tysa. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. Hi, this is Cindy. Uh, Reverend Dorothy, just wanted to thank you for that lesson this morning on expectancy. The choice is yours. And, you know, we've been hearing this all our lives. The choice is yes. yours. The choice is yours. Sometimes we we make those choices, but a lot of times we're so reluctant thinking that uh, uh, with fear, fear and worry yes. stops us from making choices, yes. a lot of choices that we just don't make. And a lot, we, we lose out because we don't make certain choices. And I just wanted to say that I appreciate the um, this lesson because it's a thought-provoking one in uh, uh, the choice is mine. The choice is mine. If I want to get these shoes, that's my choice. And, and you know, if yes. I want to cut somebody out, that's my choice. But if I don't yes. want to, want to the, the way that I'm meant to be, it's still my yes. choice. Yeah. So yes. any way we go is our choice, right or wrong. So I want to thank you for the yes. lesson and uh, and also to say that it's not what we want that we get. It's what we expect. So expectancy Absolutely. is a big, big word. Thank Absolutely. you. God bless you. Thanks for being here. God bless you. Oh, you are. Where else would thank I be? You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so glad you're here. Love That's you. So funny. <laughs> Anybody uh, else? Uh, yes, Reverend Dorothy, this is Bester. Thank you. I always look forward to, to your lessons. <laughs> and uh, you said something today that is just so true. You said that God is available to us all the time. You know, you don't have to make an appointment. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just call on him. Yes. Call on him anytime. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Anybody else? Okay. If this includes our lesson, anyone else want to stay on and talk? We have 10 more minutes. Uh, if not, um, we will close it down and have a great weekend. This is a holiday weekend. Yes. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, I have to remember that because now that I'm retired, I forget the holidays, but the, the, the youngsters make us remember stuff. So I'm thankful yeah, for the youngsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, to God be the glory, and I'm going to shut it down. Have a great, wonderful weekend. Thank you. you too. Everybody. Thank everybody. you. Everybody. Thank yeah. you, everybody, okay. for being on. Thank yes. everybody for being here. God bless you all. Uh, Reverend Cindy, before you go, I have a question. Um, you mm -hmm. were looking at something from Oprah Winfrey, and it was on the Hip Hop Generation uh -huh. and Essence Magazine. Can you tell me what Hip Hop Generation is? I guess I'm old fashioned. I don't really know what they're talking about. Hip Hop are the, the rappers and um okay that whole group. That they said at first they could get with it, but then they got a little. I guess with the words or whatever they were saying. When was this? Are you there? You, yeah, you texted me the other night. Hello, can you hear me? And you were talking about Jay Z and can, not Jay Z, can you but guys hear Essence me? Magazine. 
Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Cool. Reverend Joan closed it. Oh, yep. Robert? Oh, yes, hi. I've been oh, trying to uh, get on. Then you, you guys didn't hear me? No. No. We, you know. we never heard you. Oh, we you yeah. I tried. Oh, yes. I was trying to get on. I kept on saying, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let me say this. No, Blessing we can hear you. to the family this to morning. <laughs> you know I wanted to respond to my sister. You know I'm going to respond to my sister lesson here. Come on now. <laughs> well, God bless you. I was going to check and see what's going on over there. So hey, yes, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sisters, all right. of my sisters. Peace and blessing to you. Love, love from the bottom of my heart here. And like I said, you know, you 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 actually touch one of my favorite scriptures there. I'm I'm serious. You know, I speak on it at at different. Uh, uh, eulogize it at different uh, uh, services as well as uh, use it at different events itself. You know, it's, it, of course, Matthew 7 7 and uh, the first in New Testament is Luke uh, 11 9. Ask mm -hmm. and it, seek and knock. It's it just right. absolutely uh, uh, yeah. unique description of how we actually react and do those things in our lives and with that said it's like uh you know your lesson was excellent and and like i said when we talk about expectation we're looking at expectation through hope and trust by anticipating the level of that true consciousness that you know that we're going to stay focused and have our mind set towards that goal and you know, like I think it says as well, uh, I want to make sure in Science of Mind 143, it says when there's a disconnect of energy, we cannot have or live with the true intention. But when you truly believe and trust and, and do connect that energy and put it into the proper, and that to that proper perspective, mm -hmm. then you can sit there and live in your true purpose. And yes, it, it just absolutely fantastic because when you when you ask, you really sincerely are requesting through that truly divine consciousness when you ask it, because yes. you know that it's continuously working with you and for you at that moment. And when you seek it, as you said, you never give up until it, until that particular situation is given to you. And then when you knock, you know that there is always the source of the power of the Father, truly giving us that moment and that energy at all times for our good. And so uh, just like you told, you know, the, the joke kind of stuck with me so much. The minister kept on asking, you know, kept on denying the person not to be a part of that congregation but mm -hmm. see the, the, the fact is the spirit wasn't right the spirit when the spirit is not true then therefore all things are not falling behind the trueness so yeah. when he did ask the lady <laughs> did you <laughs> i haven't seen you for a while and you did you pray she said, yes, my prayer has been asked. <laughs> he told me not to come back to that place there because he can't get in there. 
you know, you know the thing is, we got to be true to us. When we, when we truly know the truth, the truth will set us free. And knowing that and the truth is always walking in the light and being honest, being sincere, yes. and living in your true expectation with the attention. I say again, yes. my sister, thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And once again, blessing and namaste to you and the family. Okay. Blessing to you, my brother. Continue to excel as you're doing in, in your health. I just know your strength. Bless your wife, oh. who's a great caregiver, who's taking care of you, and bless the family. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Thanks for your support to the church. Yes, yes, yes. my sister. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you. And have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. It's working right now. And again, I have to get off myself because I get it. Get down in Georgia and down in Tennessee real quick and see what's happening here. Okay. <laughs> okay, I understand. I look forward to hearing about it too. Okay, I need to talk <laughs> to you about it. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want to hear about it. Okay. Uh, okay. Blessing to everybody. Blessings Love and namaste. I know you. Okay. God bless. I know you need it. God bless. God bless. Okay, my sister. Okay. God bless. And everybody enjoy their day. Back to you, Miss Cindy. Are you still there? Yeah. Miss Cindy. But let me ask well, listen, here's Bob, what I was asking. I knew hip hop was 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 the TLC people, but I didn't know that the rap was in it too. And um when Essence was talking, they sound like when Vibe magazine came in, it, it took away what they were doing. Yeah. Did you yeah. is that what you want? It seemed like Essence after they lost the lady that I loved for years. You know who I'm talking about? The lady that was in charge? Marcia Gillespie. She was the first Okay, one. her and then the, okay, but the other and lady then, that came along. Susan, Susan, Susan Taylor. Taylor? Yeah. Susan Taylor was there a long time too, wasn't she? Oh yeah, about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember her. As a matter of fact, I imagine I heard about it from a girlfriend when I was uh, taking an evening class, and she showed me the magazine. I was so proud to see so many progressive black people, black young women. I, I hurry uh -huh. up, and I I took the magazine. I said, boy, look at them. They're moving ahead, and they're progressive, and they're talking about mm -hmm. things I want to hear about, and it was interesting, but yeah. I, didn't remember, I didn't know that there were so many disgruntled people that worked for them at the time that wanted to take it in another direction. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't, because uh, they didn't talk about it until I, now. I know. I yeah. never heard none of that. And the guy that was talking, he was clearly saying, like, Vibe pushed them out of the way. I hadn't even heard of Vibe magazine, did you? Yeah, I heard Not of it. Not at that but I didn't in the day. Yeah. Vibe and then that other one that came along. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, got involved in. A lot of that took away a lot of the essence. So it just left us with left them with a certain age group which would have been our age group oh okay okay yeah young people weren't reading it well do you still subscribe to them oh yeah i, I was looking at my new one now they they got men on the cover now it makes it good <laughs> okay well I, I i have it i still subscribe to it too and i said well maybe i'm i'm out of the age group maybe i'm too old for essence now but oh, i kind of uh -huh. like what i see uh oh, no, it's, okay. it's, it's good. 
Yeah. It's okay. I, I just wanted to check with you because I wanted to make sure I, I was understanding because I didn't see the whole thing. I only, you know, saw part of it because I no, taped it. I wasn't it's, able. it's one a week. It, had, it It's coming on like again next, this, uh, this week coming up. Oh, okay. The episode. It's episode. I will check it out. I will check that out. Yeah. It was very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah. Mm hmm. And going back to, because it was a man who started it, what's the name, Mr. Lewis, mm -hmm. uh, borrowed $500 from his mother and started Essence Magazine. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know how it, it started. Out. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Sure did, back in the 60s. What, was it, 50 you know, years? Of those were the days when we really pooled our money and helped each other. If you look at Motown, uh -huh. it got started because the family pooled the money and help Barry yeah. Gordy. If you look at a lot of other business, yeah. even today, it's, it's, the Bloodsaw um, barbecue thing is because the family pooled their money. Bloodsaw uh -huh. had a barbershop. Remember out in Compton? Then they pooled their money uh -huh. together and started the barbecue thing. Yeah. And, now and he they didn't move. They moving ahead. Yeah. Which is what we've always done is helped out, you know, Come together, with, with huh? Our kids. Uh, come together, and your your mama, you know, go in her pocket and give you some money. All right, now you better not, you know, how hard I worked for this, and then uh, uh, that's what what set us up a lot of times. You know, I wanted money to thank you for, for um. That's true. I make your point. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm finished. I'm going. I'm good. But I wanted to thank you for bringing something to the point that they just now recognized on TV last week. You know, you're always talking about how we should get behind these young folks and help them, listen to them and encourage mm -hmm. them. And I know I do. A lot of us here at the church do. But they actually were saying on TV where it is a crisis now for the youth in this country. They are in need of our support. Yeah. They are in need they of are. our support. So if you yeah, see a young are. person out there that needs help, they're asking that you stop, give them some of your attention and help them. Help them yeah, if you can. I do it all the time. Money, water, whatever I got in my car that I can help them with. Uh, I, I do, you know, clothes. Mm -hmm. you, you know anybody know clothes? I got plenty of clothes we got to get rid of over here. This little girl from uh, uh, high school. Uh-huh. In my garage. Can't hardly get my car in there. <laughs> oh. God bless you, Cindy. I've got some things I'm gonna give away that are sizes that are a little large for me, and I'm gonna try to find uh, someone that needs them, you know, that they can help. And if not, I'm just gonna put them out there too. Because to, uh, there's a there's an agency that help women who are getting out of prison. Oh, good. They, I like you know, uh, I I think it's called Genesis. I'm gonna call them. I'll call them. I'll let you know uh, tomorrow. Uh, Thank you. I'll call them. Thank you. Right there. But uh, they um looking for, you know, some decent pieces to wear on interviews and stuff. And uh, they, I had heard about them a couple of years ago, but I got to call and see if they're, I think they're still open. I'm pretty sure they are. And uh, I'll well, call them and see find if, out if you can, if you can find out, because I know some friends that are retired there that have the, you know, you wear them county nice business yeah. suits in the state. They need uh, somebody to give it to that's going to need those clothes. Yeah, I I do too. I got a closet full. I got to get rid of. So <laughs> that, I got. I'm gonna let you know of of 
where they are, and if they're still doing that, if not, who mm-hmm. is? Great. Because they have this big program where uh, uh, they have uh, young women, uh, women who are still work, working age to, uh-huh. um, you know, with clothes and stuff. Okay. So I'll call, I'll call a couple other people I know to see who, if they know. Because I understand Goodwill is not taking stuff anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and they're not, and, and then I called um, Salvation Army over here in Inglewood, uh-huh. and they said they had more than what they could use. So, you know, finding wow. a place to take stuff now is rough because I got to get my house clean of all these clothes and little girl ass. Okay, well, let me know because I really didn't know. I usually just would try to give them to you know, the mission or someone who might be in need, but yeah. I would appreciate knowing someone who truly needed them and could truly use them. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, I will. I'll okay. Let you know. All right, I kept you guys on here long enough. This has been Reverend Dorothy keeping you on. I'm looking forward to us moving forward to our bus trip. Looking forward to seeing you all out there. I did talk to oh, okay. a few of the people who told me they were going to think about it and try. I sent them flyers. I'm sending flyers out to anybody who wants them. Looking forward to seeing you guys on that bus, okay? We can all get a okay, hug, I'm all right? God willing, and the creek don't rise. Come on, Miss Cindy, come on. <laughs> I know you don't know nothing about that, the creek. Who? Oh, who don't know? Who don't know? You know who about the creek? Okay. Yes, I do. My folks are from down that way, right. okay? You watch yourself. All right. You watch yourself, okay? You better know I know. God bless you. Have a great Labor Day weekend. I heard you had some barbecue over there, right? I just bought it from Woody's yesterday. <laughs> Get on with your best self, okay? Okay. And enjoy yourself. God bless everybody. Have a great you guys day. Enjoy yourself, too. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Bye-bye. I'm closing out now. Bye, everybody.